local news and information direct to your smart speaker. Just say, play KMOX. And I think you'd have to be living under a rock to not know that there are significant implications. And as it relates to the families of 9-11, uh, I have two families that are close to me that lost loved ones. And so my heart goes out to them. And I would ask, you know, any player that has left or any player that would ever consider leaving, have you ever had to apologize for being a member of the PGA Tour? Wow, that was Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA, just about a year ago, really taking the gloves off with Liv, uh, essentially making this a moral argument as to whether or not you should be going to play golf with the Sardis and the Liv. Uh, well, he's done a 180. Uh, we all woke up uh, to the news that uh, Liv and the PGA are joining forces. The Saudis are now uh, owners of the PGA. And joining us on the Quiver River Electric Guest Line is our own golf expert. He's none other than Dan Reardon. Quite a week in golf and, for that matter, international sport, Dan. Yeah, yeah, it is, Michael. But I, I, I'll take a little bit of an issue with the way you characterize this. As to how, what that level of Saudi involvement will be with golf going forward, we don't know. But to characterize it as, as a merger of LIV and the PGA Tour, I think, is, is, is not correct. I, I think what this is is the Saudis have found another way to buy their way into the game. And in doing so, uh, we are seeing the end of the LIV Tour. I don't think there will be LIV golf um, in 2024, despite what Greg Norman is saying. This, a merger is when two companies bring products together and unify them and market them together. That's not what's happening here. What's happening here is the PGA Tour and the DP Tour are looking for a financial partner to set aside all those other ethical yep. concerns, moral concerns in order to get that money uh, in, involved in their operation. Well, the, the LIV Tour has been a failure from the get-go. I said it was never going to last and would go, go away sooner rather than later. Yeah, uh, so let's get into that. First of all, this is something that people should be paying attention, not only from a golf perspective, but it's clear that the Saudis are trying to restructure uh, their economy going forward. They have their sights on uh, English football. They have their sights on American golf. I think they potentially could come to someday for the NBA. Heck, even maybe baseball. Uh, this is where they're choosing to invest their money. At the same time, though, uh, this became a moral argument. You saw Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy, the two biggest stars in world golf, along with John Rahm, standing on the side of the PGA Tour saying, no, we're not going to be a part of this sports washing that was taking place with the Saudis. At the same time, you had Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, and, of course, Phil Mickelson over on the live side who were taking the money. Uh and then we get this announcement after this big moral argument that, uh, you know, they weren't going to have anything to do with these folks and essentially leaves Rory McElroy sitting out there looking like a chump because he's been carrying the water uh, of this argument and gets blindsided by his own tour and Joey Monahan cutting out the argument that he had been using to fight live. And I don't disagree with you on the, the moral hypocrisy involved in this. Um, and I, I would characterize that as, really bad PR in retrospect, but even worse PR is the notion that the Saudis, if they really thought they were going to enhance their reputation by going through this process, all they did is hang up a giant billboard that gave people an opportunity to say, look how bad these people are. We don't want any part of their money. So, so even from that standpoint, LIB has been a failure, but let me, let me quickly just define failure. Three weeks ago, after an embarrassing moment with their broadcast partner, CW, they offered a subscription service 
to watch the LIV tournament in Washington. When that tournament was over and Harold Warner III had his $4 million paycheck, the total number of subscribers I had was 19. Not 19 wow. million, 19,000. They had 19 <laughs> subscribers. They took in $57. And I'm telling you, if Steve Moore knew that there were 19 people listening to this show right now, your cars would be up and running outside the front door. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have to pay the parking garage fee anymore. Uh, Dan Reardon is our guest, our golf analyst here at KMOX. Is it possible, Dan, that, that the Live Concept Tour was designed to produce exactly this result, that they never seriously anticipated a long-term rival golf entity? I, I do buy into that idea. When you say they have unlimited money and they can do whatever they want, if they lost a billion dollars here, but they buy into a partnership with the, the two tours and they have an opportunity to make money going forward, that billion dollars will seem inconsequential 10 years down the road. The question is how much control will they have over golf? Jay Monahan's position openly stated, and we know his credibility is now called into question, but he said the tour will run the tour. The DP tour, tour will run the DP tour. What we have now is an opportunity to still operate as a not-for-profit, but at the same time be a part of a company that is making profit. And I think that's what we're looking at. And if that was the idea from the get-go, then the Saudis uh, succeeded extremely well. But they did that over a lot of objections for people for good reasons, and they did that over what's going to turn out to be the bodies of a bunch of players who ran away from their tour to take the money and now have to find a way back. Yeah, it's really going to be interesting to see, uh, and I guess it's not clear at this point whether the live golfers are going to be welcomed back into the PGA. I would suspect so. Uh, there's going to be a lot of sour grapes there, a lot of bruised feelings there for the golfers who stayed and defended the PGA. When these live golfers, if they come back, are they going to just come back as if nothing ever happened? There will be consequences what they are. I don't know. But I will also say when Brooks Kepka made his run at the Masters, not, not so much at the PGA, he avoided this topic. But when he made his run at the Masters, I was in the room and Brooks talked about the fact that yes, we are rivals and we are in, in, in two dif different business operations, but we're actually neighbors in Florida and we play golf together all the time. I think the, the uh, dissatisfaction with the players over the money will air out in public, but I think the personal relationships will not change at all with a few exceptions. You know, there, there may be a Billy Horschel out there, somebody like that who's going to have bruised feelings. Nobody's going to throw but, a party for Greg Harmon. That's the one thing we know. And with just under a minute left, the consequences of this for the PGA Tour and World Golf are not over with. The Department of Justice is still looking into uh, questions of antitrust. And now Congress is all fired up because this, Dan, I, I, this is a larger ploy by the Saudis to get involved in American sport and to shift the focus from North America to the rest of the world. That's what's always been interesting to me that Donald Trump's been involved in this because it's supposed to be about making America great again. I don't know how that is when we're shifting the focus of world sport to the Middle East and the Far East. And this is very clearly going to be a monopoly. And quite honestly, the lawsuits that they decided to drop were all based on LIV accusing those two tours of being monopolistic in their operation. That will be an interesting case. I said to Mark Reardon earlier this week, wait until the politicians get involved in this deal. That's when the circus will begin. Well, nothing. there's nothing more fun than a circus, is there? Dan Reardon has been our guest. Thanks so much for your insight and expertise, sir. Have yourself a great weekend. I enjoyed it, gentlemen.